Hello everyone and welcome to Friend Diagram. This is the podcast where two friends catch up and find common ground between their favorite media. I'm Remy. I'm Kat. And today we will be doing an update on Taskmaster, originally discussed in episode 15. Warning, spoilers ahead. Kat, I'm so fucking excited to talk more about Taskmaster. I can't even tell you. This is actually an update for both of us because double update. I have watched a large chunk of Taskmaster and you have also watched a couple new seasons, correct? Correct. So when I talked about Taskmaster as my fave of the week in episode 15, I had seen a seasons 1 through 10, mm-hmm. I believe, or I had at least started series 10. Um, But since then, I have seen series 11, series 12, and the first four episodes of series 14. So there's been some major shakeups in my (laughs) top favorite contestants list that I cannot wait to talk about. Yes! And how far have you gotten, Kat? I am currently on series 7, and that is the series with James Acaster, Rod... Rod Gilbert? That's not right, is it? It's Gil something. It could Rod be Rod something. Phil Lang. <laughs> um <laughs> Jessica Nappett. Yes. Oh my and god. Carrie Godleman to round out the five. It was it was it is a great uh series so far. It might be one of my I don't know. It's one of my favorite groups for sure. Oh yeah. I series love how seven cranky. is so good. Series seven is incredible. There's so much insane, chaotic energy oh my coming God. from every angle. Yes. It is just the best. In the comments, someone akined it to... So, Greg Davies, who's the host, he used to be a teacher, I guess. Mm-hmm. And someone said that this was like having a class of all bad students. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah. And they like... Um, typed them as like the different kinds of kids that would be in that class, but be like a very high maintenance class. I thought it was, <laughs> it was incredible. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, this is the series that I have seen the most of Alex Horn's body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to a shocking degree. <laughs> I, I feel so bad. You, I texted you during series six. And I said, I just saw Alex Horn's whole ass, like all of it, almost. And you were like, just wait until series seven. And I was like, <laughs> listen, you're right. <laughs> you were right. It's all Rod's fault. It's completely because of Rod, like every Rod, time. Rod and, um, oh my God, Lisa Tarbuck is an agent of chaos. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> She's a genius, though. She's like a genius, devious agent of chaos. I have a lot of respect for her. (laughs) I love her. Um, Yeah, we're just going based on vibes today, though. I I guess where we can start is that I started with series four, which had um, Noel Fielding and Mel 
Gedroich? Gedroich. Yeah, that sounds Something right. Something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. I struggle with her last name. I don't know why. Who are well known for their time on the Great British Baking Show. They were hosts of that on separate portions of the series. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just have so many... I have so many disjointed thoughts on all of my favorites. I think that in series four, my favorite was absolutely Hugh Dennis. Um, he, he's so incredible, um, and intelligent and chaotic. And I love that man's brain. Yeah. I think he got, his intelligence got really downplayed. And I think, um, yeah, he, I think he did a great job. Yeah. Greg, Greg was unfair to him a lot. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, it was my first series, like the first series I had watched. So I wasn't mm-hmm. really sure what the norm was. Sure. But I loved that he was the most willing to like bend the rules to his favor. Mm-hmm. And I thought that um, the way his mind worked was the most fun for me to watch. Um, especially with like the rubber duck challenge where they had to knock down the most rubber ducks. He like tied a bunch of strings to the things that the rubber ducks were on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this man is so smart. And that was like a perfectly fair way to accomplish the task. And kind of what they wanted to see. Whereas other people approached it by like throwing individual tennis balls at the ducks. So I loved that. I think that he's really cool. Um, Another one of my favorites, because I, I then looped back around to series one. Yeah, so and you watched series four first, and then you went and just started from the, from beginning, the beginning and went up from there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so my favorite from that series was, for sure, Frank Skinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so polite and so sweet and what a gentleman i love that he's like never mean-spirited he's always like very supportive of his castmates yes and i just love his whole attitude about things because even jokingly he's like never down on another person and i think that it's just such a lovely it it fosters such a lovely relationship with the rest of the the people in that series yeah, um, I love Frank, too. Series 2 had a great cast. I love Richard Osman. That man. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. Series 2 and 3 only had five episodes, sadly. That's but, true. Uh, oh, yeah. my God, but it was so good. And Richard Osman actually just made an appearance on Series 7 oh, because yay. they had to give Alex the task uh, in like the most dramatic way or something and mm-hmm. James Acaster got Richard Osman to come and give the task and it was so cute I was like yeah. yes I love it when people are extremely wholesome and genuine and like are just doing their best I find it the most enjoyable to watch them I definitely get really easily turned off to people who are too competitive and mm-hmm. too cutthroat I would yeah. never root for them mm-hmm. but I I love a contestant who, like, refuses to try to, like, take points away from other people. And, yeah. Um, I just like people that are generally not mean-spirited. And, yeah. Um, also, it's a great bonus if they have chaotic energy as well. Yes. Yeah. I, and it's interesting because in Series 7, 
they're all chaotic. All of them? In in different ways. Um, But I feel like in a lot of reality TV type shows, they're like, you're going to play this kind of character. You're going to be this kind of person. Mm -hmm. And that's clearly not what's happening on Taskmaster. These people are just like being themselves. Oh, yeah. In one of the tasks, (laughs) Phil Wang writes like, F you... F you, James A. Caster. And James was like, what the fuck? He was like, yeah, I thought we were going to have this, like, big rivalry, and then I forgot about it, and then I didn't do any of the other tasks like that. (laughs) Also, Phil Wang is a wild dude. His costume is a choice. It's bold. I don't actually know. He said what it was supposed to be. It's like a Bruce Lee movie. I can't remember the name of it right now, though. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Oh, Game of Death. Yeah. No, I fucking love Phil Wang. I love his bit where he's like, and I haggled. (laughs) I love every fucking bit that he does. (laughs) I adore his energy in general. He's fantastic. It's such a... I love this specific series and you said that eight was really good too right russell howard another fave i'm just like free associating now i'm like go and i love russell howard (laughs) yeah i loved his just effortless feats of athleticism i know when he was like yeah i've never it's really easy when there's no batter to hit the the ball yes 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 uh you are i don't know and he's got such a big smile Mm -hmm. it's rare that you see anybody with a smile that big and there's just something contagious about it like Mm -hmm. every time he would smile i was like i am now like grinning ear to ear what an enjoyable experience yeah he was on series six right yes yeah yeah i know it's incredible how instantly happy watching this show makes me like i know when i'm in a really cross mood and i cannot like mentally work myself out of it i just have to go into my room and be like i gotta watch taskmaster yeah (laughs) and then i instantly feel better oh for sure yeah (laughs) that's why i end my night with it like every night you can't be scared of ghosts if the taskmaster's on your television Greg davies is protecting me constantly alex horn is there for you (laughs) Alex Horn, I texted you this the other day, too. What a mystery. What a mystery, man. I have no idea what that man is like in real life. I know, but I love that. I I don't. I love that his persona (laughs) is impenetrable and so consistent. It is, but it's it's too impenetrable. I I want to see the man behind the curtain. You can find videos of him on YouTube. You should. I'll send you that one of the behind the scenes oh, where he yeah, talks about creating the show. I've uh, tried to find compilations of him breaking character. Yeah. Uh, like Google, like <gasps> I Alex it. Horn breaking character. <clears throat> but like the closest he gets is he gets this like he's so in control of his facial expressions, but yeah, he'll like get this like little smile that he does, and it's like his teeth. His lip, like, curls up, and then he, Mm -hmm. like, slowly horses it back down over his teeth. (laughs) And I've studied this man (laughs) so intensely because I want to know. No, I wish I could go out for a beer with Alex every night of the week. Like, that would make me so happy. (laughs) Imagine how fun that would be. Incredible. 
I think once you get further along, he they show him breaking more during oh. tasks. Cause yeah, because can... it's definitely cut out. Like, they'll cut away in very mm-hmm. funny moments where he's definitely breaking character. Yeah. He laughs behind his clipboard a lot oh. um, when people are fucking up badly. <laughs> <laughs> and I can think of two really good moments. One of them is in series 10 when this infamous contestant is doing a horrible job at making a catapult and Alex is trying to help so much and he can't keep it together because it's so bad. And then there's another one in series 12 where he's in the room with one person doing Mm -hmm. a team task that's spread out between different rooms. Oh, and the the other team member is doing so bad that um, the person in the room with Alex says something in response, and Alex falls out of the chair <laughs> and starts laughing. Yeah, oh, I it's mean, so him, good. Him sitting on a cake is probably the, oh yeah the biggest test of his character. Yeah, and he doesn't break it. He does. <laughs> In in post rewatching the clip, he kind of breaks character a little bit, and that's the closest I've I've seen. Um, but I just love his discomfort at everything. Mm-hmm. He's a very oh, uncomfortable yeah. person. Yeah, in I'm, his character, like in character, he's very uncomfortable, and I love it enhances that. it so much. I love that element. He does it. He just plays it so well. Oh man! Oh, it's so good. What joys! Um, those are my disjointed thoughts. Uh, give me your updates, Remy. Okay. Well, wait, can we talk about Series 7 a tiny bit For longer? For sure. Oh, yeah. I wish I knew exactly where you were, because I, I have, really like, quick. specific tasks I want to talk about, because there's, there's just so many great moments. And you and I, we were also texting about how much we enjoy the clips of James Acaster in the woods, when he has <laughs> those location tasks and him in oh the nettles. God. Oh, oh my God. God. He, His energy. It's I, me. It's me. I camping. love him. It's love me him in the so woods. Much. You, you would be like great in the woods. And then <laughs> if we ran away to the woods, you would be like in your element. Mm-hmm. I would be James A. Caster and I would be like, <laughs> there's fucking nettles back there. Can I run up this tree? Like yes, running up the tree, run up the tree to the moon. Incredible! When he's trying to throw the tape rope over the tree and he can't do it, of course he can't. I was crying. (laughs) I tears streaming down my face. Oh my god, he's such an ideal Taskmaster contestant because he's got extremely chaotic energy. He catalyzes with the other contestants in really interesting ways. Mm-hmm. And he, at times, has brilliant performances. There's one particular one. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Sorry if this is a spoiler, but okay. it's a two-part task. The first part is put 50 different items in this bin. And then the second part is a portrait task. <laughs> That's one of my favorite, James A. Caster's performance in that task is one of my favorite of all time. (laughs) 
And I love it when people are really good at the tasks. Mm -hmm. And so I get really pleased when people, like, fucking hit it out of the park. Oh, nice. And I love seeing him succeed. Oh, yeah, he does occasionally. Yeah, I love it when that happens. But I also, I feel so bad for him when he is doing the team tasks with Rod because (laughs) Rod is such a fuck. (laughs) I love Rod. Oh, there's one. I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but the episode is named... After what James says about the team task, it's called The Perfect Stuff. (laughs) You would know it. (laughs) I haven't seen it it yet. I can't wait for you to see that one. (laughs) The entire debacle regarding The Perfect Stuff is just one of the best team task moments in Taskmaster history. God, it's so good. I'm on the fifth episode called Lot of Soup. Lot of Soup, okay. Oh, God, he's such a great... What a good contestant. And he's I, so bad at most things. They have to do, like, a quick change in the elevator and disguise themselves. Yes. And he tries to press the, like, emergency button to stop mm-hmm. it, and it just mm-hmm. keeps going, and then he's changed nothing <laughs> yeah. at the end. And he goes, last place. Last oh, place on this one. God. His facial expressions are so perfect. For sure. Ugh. Every situation. His face is amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> what a series. And now I love, like, watching random stuff on streaming, and mm-hmm. I see someone from Taskmaster, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's this person, there's that person. It's like, now I know all these people that I never yes. would have known before, because we simply, like, don't have the programs that they're, you know, centrally known for. Yeah. Ugh. But now, now I know all these great people, and it makes me so happy. We gotta get into your updates. I'm so okay. excited to hear. Can you remind me of the top five contestants that you had when we initially discussed? Do you have that on you? I don't, but a lot of them is the same. Oh, okay. I got it. So it's not going to be that big of a difference. Okay. Got it. The only change basically is the number one spot. <laughs> oh. Who was before? Uh, The number one spot previously was Joe Thomas from Series 8. Gotcha. Can't wait for you to see that series. Would love to know what you think of him. I think he's incredible. Is he the one that is, like, the most attractive? Yes. I think he's really attractive. But (laughs) then I watched Series 11, and I was introduced to Mike Wozniak, and my whole life changed. I he is, feel like I recognize that name. Maybe. Because he is probably the most ideal Taskmaster contestant ever. He's incredible. He was like an instant fan favorite. And it, you know, it's completely unsurprising to me. I don't recognize his face. Mm-hmm. It could be <laughs> that I am thinking of Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Oh my god. There is about a oh 70% chance that I was You're like, so sounds like Mike Wazowski. Fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm just being honest with our audience, Remy. <laughs> there is oh. the potential. Do you remember when I called um, John, John Goodman? Goodman Sully? Uh, Sully? Yes, I do. <laughs> I There's something I- wrong with you. <laughs> about everything in Monsters, Inc. terms. I've only yeah, seen that I movie, tell. like, twice. Cat, what is happening? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, 
Mike Wozniak, best test master contestant of all time. <laughs> I think you would really like him, especially because you just noted how you really value people that are really um, not mean-spirited yes. and wholesome, essentially. Mm -hmm. He is never mean-spirited, but he gives 100% on every single task. He never gives up before, you know, time is up. Oh, good. He just fucking goes <laughs> for it. And he is so strange in the best way. Like, the way he speaks and describes things and just the way he is, I could watch him do anything and it would be the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. Oh. I wish he had his own show. Uh, man, he's just a treat and a delight. And I, I'm so glad everyone else loves him too because oh. he deserves it. He's incredible. I love his mustache. He's the best. So the new top five is Mike Wozniak is number one, then Joe Thomas, then Rose Matafeo, then James Acaster, and then Phil Lang. Okay. Okay. So good. Yeah. So obviously I loved series 11 because Mike was in it. Very good. Um, series 12 was also really excellent too. There was mm -hmm. just like a lot of really likable people in series 12. I love this fucking show. It's so good. And I also, like, every new series I watch, I'm just like, these tasks are getting better and better. Like, they, the task quality does not fall off, and I'm really pleased by that. The, it never gets overly repetitive or yeah. tiresome. Like, each time I'm like, fucking Alex, you did it again. This is a great task. And yes. then I'm just, like, so excited to see what happens. Ugh. Yeah, there's no, like, repetition mm -mm. in the tasks. But it's it's just because they're so wild. They're just yeah. absolutely wild. I was thinking today, though, about how hard it must be <laughs> to predict what contestants are going to, like, need when you just give them an open-ended prompt. Like, right. But they make it happen. Yeah, their production team is amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy you introduced this show to me. <laughs> I don't know what I would do without it in my life. I know. My Ugh. serotonin. It it just like puts me in a nice vibey mood right before yeah. bed. I don't even have to watch it. I just love their voices. I feel really emotionally fortified when I watch it. Yeah, I just like put on season one. I put on a season that I'm not watching. I'm not a monster. Right, no. Um, of course not. Oh, God. I hope they make this show forever. Do you have any highlights from other seasons you've watched of comedians and contestants to watch out for? That are, like, coming down the pipe for you? Mm -hmm. Um, So, Series 8, that's the one Joe Thomas is in. Mm -hmm. So, definitely look out for him. Series 9, that's the one Rose Matafeo is in. Uh, yes. And she has a really great rivalry with Ed Gamble. Um, so it's really fun to watch them interact in the studio. Uh -huh. I enjoyed that a lot. Oh, also, I guess I should say, now that I am mostly caught up on the newer series, is I started listening to the Taskmaster podcast, um, which Ed Gamble hosts, uh -huh. and 
they started it like right when series 10 was beginning and Mm -hmm. he and a guest like a taskmaster affiliated guest break down each episode and discuss like every task and you know whether they thought the scoring was legit or like how excellent different people's performances were i love that and um so yeah they did like an episode for each uh a pod episode for each program episode of series 10 and then went back to the beginning so they're like interleaving old seasons while they wait for new seasons to begin i love that yeah it's great so you get to go through the old ones and hear about the new ones and so now that i've heard those newer ones i can you know safely listen to the pod and i'm really enjoying that too i think ed gamble was a really good choice um Mm -hmm as the host because he's just fucking loves taskmaster (laughs) and you know knows everything about the every episode so Mm -hmm. it's really pleasing to hear everyone talk about it and the guest is almost always a former taskmaster contestant and it's really nice hearing each person talk about how much fun they had when Mm -hmm. they were on the program like even people that i thought like maybe wouldn't describe it as the best time they were like it was a fucking blast like (laughs) i did horrible but i loved it and so it really makes me happy to hear that yeah and i think that i touched on this in our previous discussion of taskmaster but i just think that the nature of the show lends itself really well to people just being there to have a good time, even if they don't do well. And the things Mm -hmm. that they're doing are so ridiculous that, yeah, of course you're not going to always do well at knocking down 500 rubber ducks. Like Mm -hmm. it, it's just so irrelevant to evaluating yourself with your peers that I think it makes it really easy to like, just let it go. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, and then, so yeah, I mentioned Mike Wozniak in series 11, and then there's a really exciting development in series 12, where I think the first ever American contestant is in the cast, Desiree Birch. She is in it, and she does great. I'm really pleased with her representation (laughs) of the States. And, um, I mean, I love Guz Khan and Morgana Robinson in that um, I mean, everyone in series 12 is excellent. It's a really good. Everyone co- in Taskmaster everyone. is excellent. <laughs> it's also good. I've just never seen a competition like that. Like, I think what they're doing is really original. And it just shows the diversity of human thought. Like, I yep. just think that it's so interesting how people approach tasks and how three people might approach tasks and accomplish them almost as efficiently as each other. But they're just such different ways to approach it. And sometimes it doesn't pan out. And it was a good idea, but it doesn't quite work. And Mm -hmm. I just love that diversity. I love... It's just so interesting. Yeah. And satisfying to be like, oh, I wouldn't have approached it that way at all. This is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's so good for so many reasons. (laughs) It's so satisfying. That's all my updates. Yeah, I guess we could always come back and talk about it again if you feel so inclined. I mean, we we can always talk about it. <laughs> our pod, our rules. <laughs> this is our Taskmaster pod. 
live in the Taskmaster house. I would be so happy there. Thanks for joining us this week on Friend Diagram. Thank you to Tyler Seek for the creation of our intro and outro music. Did you take any of our recommendations? Have any thoughts on the show? Let us know at frienddiagrampod at gmail.com and we might read your email on a future episode. If you can, please take a moment to rate and review the show on your podcast app of choice and we'll see you back here same place next week. Bye for now.